special beer and food pairing episode of... And it sounds like you're underwater. Glub, 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 glub. Is that because we just recently watched the Oscars and you love The Shape of Water? That is one reason I love The Shape of Water. It's so beautiful. It was a good film. So this is the beer and food pairing episode that we like to do every now and then. We've hit a lot of things. We've done chips, we've done cookies, we've done ice cream, we've done cheese. And I was like, what else are we going to do? And I was thinking charcuterie. Why don't we do some charcuterie? Uh, We're not doing a ton of charcuterie because a little bit of charcuterie goes a long way. And the we're doing three beers, three charcuterie. And two of the beers that we're doing are large format beers, and it's a weeknight, so... We're never going to drink all those. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to do three charcuterie, three beers, but we're going to do the beers first, evaluate them, talk about them, then do the charcuterie, taste that stuff, and then, you know, do these pairings as well. So all of the charcuterie is pork-related, though, just so people know. So if you're listening, you're not a pork person, just listen to the flavor profiles when we talk about what it tastes like and go for something similar. And I'll kind of tell you where we're going with this Um, as far as, like, the flavor profiles and how they're supposed to play off one another. So I had pulled this, uh, the ideas for this, for the the three pairings off of, I believe it was the craftbeer.com website. Trying to find it. Um, Yeah, it was, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Draft Magazine, draftmag.com, if you go there, from Draft Magazine, and they did their own article, and they gave three types of beers and three categories of flavors for charcuterie that are the optimal pairings, in their opinion. So we're going to try that out, see how it goes, see if Draft Magazine is right or wrong. So without further ado, we're going to get to the first beer. Uh, The first beer we have is Orison. It is by Tired Hands Brewing, and it is an oak-fermented Saison, and the ABV on this is not on the bottle for some reason. Yeah, I don't see an ABV on here. It's probably on the lower end because Saisons usually are. Um, this is an a not a commonality with Tired Hands. They typically don't bottle anything, uh, so this was one of the rarities where Rebecca had gone there and she was like, oh my gosh, they have bottles and I could buy some. What do you want? So we had something. I have towels ready at the ready because not too long ago we had an issue on an episode. Oh, looks, it looks good. Fine. Just a little bit of carbonation Okay, so we're going to drink the beer first. Yes. Then we're going to do all the beers first. Oh. And then we'll come back and we'll do... The, uh, the, the I feel meats. like you're always changing it up on me. Well, how do you, I mean, we can change it on the fly. How do you want, how do you think we should do it? I mean, I don't know. We could do it. In my mind, I was going to drink a little bit of this and eat a little meat. Is that how you want it? I think so. Okay, that's fine. Well, then let's do it that way. Okay. All right, so the Orison, uh, I mean, it looks like a Saison. It's very, like, it looks lemony. Yeah, it's very, like, yellow, almost a little bit white to the yellow, because it's not, like, dark, dark yellow. It's, like, a very light yellow, like, straw. Mm. It's got a decent head on it, the way it poured, and um, it's a little bit hazy. A little bit hazy. The smell, like, it has a lot of, like, lemon notes, and it reminds me of, like, you know those, like, lemon heads, where it's, like, sweet and sour? Like, it reminds me of that. 
But the amount of sour I get on the nose is not a lot. Like no. it's a, it's more just like a tart. Yeah, it's like enough to make tart. me like tickle my tongue and make me salivate a little bit. There's like a medium tartness on there, but then it's got the like really clean saison yeah. yeast smell on the finish. I like that smell. It smells yeah. really refreshing, to be it honest. It does. It smells. It smells so light and delicate. Yeah, I'm ready to taste this. Hmm. There's a decent tartness in there. I wasn't expecting that much tartness, but but the oak, the oak I think helps round it out a little bit. Like it's yeah, it's tart, and then it like just finishes kind of like silky soft. I agree with that, and it's got I, I do taste a little woodiness. Oh, I'm definitely on there I'm definitely well. getting the oak. Yeah, hmm. I like that. And then you definitely get that saison yeast flavor. Yeah. Good. The tartness is coming off as as lemony. Yeah. Uh, and there's a little bit of, of bitterness to it that makes you think a little bit of lemon peel as well. Yeah. And there's a little bit of kind of like a cereal finish to the beer, I feel like. But I don't dislike that. Sometimes in beers I really dislike it, but with this I, I need don't. need another little shot. Oh my gosh, you need more already. I don't, you gave yourself more than you gave me. Oh, did I? Yeah. Okay, that's good, that's good. So... You're typically not big on, you know, these types of saisons that are tart, but you're digging this one? I like this one more. I actually, ooh, like when I looked at the lineup, I'm like, eh. I like this one more than I thought I was going to, and I think it's because of the oak. Yeah. Um, it kind of gives it an extra dimension, um, mm. but it's not, I don't know, it, it's kind of a weird beer. So that's kind of like with your beginnings in sour and tart beers. Like, you weren't a big fan, but when you had Rodenbach, like their their regular Flanders Red, mm -hmm. you were a fan because they do some oak barrel aging, yeah. which really, like, rounds out the flavor yeah. in the end. Okay, now what meat are you giving me? So the meat we're going to do with it, and like I said, these are all pork meats. This is a, a Borsellino Salami by La Quercia, I guess. So it's a salami, basically. And this is supposed to be like a gamey uh, meat, a gamey charcuterie. This is what was recommended. We got our stuff from um, Wegmans because they have a pretty decent charcuterie. Do I just eat this whole thing? You can. You or can is there eat something it on the outside I shouldn't eat? No, you should. You should be able to eat it all straight up. Um, it's a cured meat, so you know it's going to be a little tough. I don't like this toughness. I can't <laughs> bite into it. Um. Yeah, so we used Wegmans, and we just kind of took their recommendations. I told them what flavor profiles we were looking for, and they just kind of gave recommendations. So they said this would probably be the best option for a gamey meat. Are you watching me? Ugh. I can't do it. Yeah, you're like a dog trying to rip a toy out of a human's hand. That's not working out. So what did you get out of it? I can't get it. So there's a decent fattiness. To mm -hmm. it. Going right to my thighs and my butt. Mine too. <laughs> There's a little bit. <laughs> That's ridiculous. There is fennel in this, I believe. And you can get that. Which, sometimes fennel to me comes off a little bit like celery seed at the same time. So you get that fennel. I almost get a little bit of like a peppercorn. Oh, it's really, it's really peppery, yeah. Yeah. Um, I need another piece. That's good. I like it. Also, anytime anyone describes anything as gamey, that's such a turn off. Yeah, no, that's true. It does have a, a 
bad connotation yeah. to it, but I I like gamey given you the right what? situation, you know. Everyone... Like duck. Duck is a little gamey, and I love duck meat. It makes me nauseous when you say gamey. Like yeasty and moist. <laughs> no, gamey's worse. Um. So okay. So I like that meat. Now I drink the beer. Yeah. See see what you get with the beer. You definitely have like a fat just coating your mouth, which is nice. This is, by the way, this meat does not taste all that gamey to me. Maybe like slightly gamey, but no. Stop using it. <laughs> okay. You're gonna give, you're gonna give me a dollar every time you say it. Your analysis of the pairing. Yeah. Um, I like them both by themselves. I feel like it doesn't. It makes the beer taste not as good. It makes the like all the bright lemony characters we were getting from the beer. It like just brings it down and kind of makes it one note. Yeah, I feel like the tartness goes down significantly. Yeah. It tastes less lemony, although there's a little bit of that still there. I think it increases the perception of the oak on the end, okay. yeah. so making it more woody. And it also it greatly increases what I get from the yeast, like that Saison yeah. yeast. So it makes it more Saison-y. Yeah. Okay. I need a water rinse. Do I think this is a bad pairing? No. No, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's... Is I don't it, think it enhances, though. Right. It's not, like, optimal. It's not like, oh, man, these together are just amazing. Um, but... Well, do this. Try, um... Here, let me give you just a, a tad bit more. And go the other way. Because this can work two ways. Drink a little bit of the beer and then eat a piece of meat immediately. I did. I think I did. Oh, I thought you ate a piece of meat and then did the beer. Okay, give me another piece of this. There you go. And I'm going to do the same. And then see if it does, if the beer does anything to the meat. You know? No. Same. I'll tell you, no. What it does for me, it makes it taste more fatty to me. It takes away my perception of the fennel and the peppercorn. Mm. Can't think that hard. And I think it make, makes it taste more, you know, the word. Yeah, the word. Something E. Starts with a G, <laughs> ends in Amy. Yeah. I think it makes it taste more that way. It definitely makes that profile stand out it's too much thinking so i think what the meat does to the beer is makes the beer a little more a little less multi-dimensional and i think the beer does that to the meat as well it, it makes it actually makes the meat like very one-dimensional well maybe two fatty and gamey one dollar you get zero dollar one dollar one dollar but I like the meat. I like the beer. I think I just, like you were saying, like them better on their own. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Next. Next. We are doing, this is a collaboration beer between Brewery Teru, which is the sour arm of the brewery, and Cascade Brewing. And oh. this is on, or I'm sorry, the. I haven't had that much. Um, one way or another is the name of the beer. It's a One way sour or another. Fine job. 
I'm gonna get you, get you, get you, get you. Musical interlude. Uh, it's a sour triple ale aged in oak barrels, once again. Sour? What is it? Sour triple ale uh. aged in oak barrels with Oregon Marion berries and California Meyer lemon zest. Hmm. So. There's, anytime you get a beer by the brewery, there's like 18 million things in it. <laughs> they do like to do a lot, I will say. And then as soon as Carlin's done reading what's in it, I'm like, I immediately forget. Oh, is it going? A little bit. Oh, 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 Pour oh. a little. I gotta pour some. Ooh. I, like, immediately forget what I'm gonna be drinking. Oh, wait. What's the beer we had the other night? It was, like, a sour. A sour beer with a stout with this and this and this and this yeah, added it was, and barrel aged. And I'm like, I don't even remember what I am drinking. It was their Dare to Golf, which... Was like a sour blonde ale, um, aged with blackberries, and then mixed with a ale aged in bourbon berry, uh, bourbon berry, bourbon, bourbon barrels, barrels with coffee, coffee. added. I'm like, I, yeah, I don't. Even so, know. I mean, they like to do a lot of stuff. So this, well, you can see where the influence of the Marion berries yeah, are. It's really pretty. It's like yeah. a, it's like a purplish reddish. Yeah. Looks really nice. Hard to see through. It's a little, little hazy in there. This smells like nothing I've ever smelled before. There's like no head to it. I'm gonna smell. I'm gonna guess. I'm getting Marion Berry just because I have no idea. Oh gosh, yeah. What? I have no idea what a Marion Berry smells like. <laughs> I also knowing that that Meyer lemon zest is in there, I can kind of pick out a little bit of that Meyer lemon zest. I can't decide if I like this or do not <laughs> like it. Um, it almost has a little bit of a perfumey nose to it because there's a little floralness in there. Okay, I was going to say it smells kind of medicinal. I'm getting like cough syrupy notes. I can see that with like a triple base. Oh, by the way, it's 9.3%. Okay. So. That's good. It was, it's not like 20, so it's not going to kill me. I smell the oak. The more I keep smelling, I can I, smell that oak on the okay. end. Okay, I've, I've decided I do not like the smell of this. But how does it taste? It's smelling a little jammy, actually, too. Okay, I could get that. There's a little bit of jammy. There's actually a little bit of a pepper in the nose. Okay. Which I think is maybe coming a little bit from the oak and how it's playing with everything else. Like jammy, oaky, pepper, a little bit of that lemon zest, floral. There's a lot going on in this beer. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. We'll see. It tastes... I don't like it at all. It tastes a little like potpourri, doesn't it? Like the way that potpourri smells. And how, like, if you're in... Say you're, you... This is how I usually experience potpourri. If I go over to another person's house and I, like, go to use the bathroom, they'll have, like, a little basket of potpourri on the back of the toilet. And it's usually a very overpowering smell, so you can almost, like, taste it. It just, like, invades your nasal when's cavity that time, much. Hold on. When's the last time this has happened in your life? I don't know. But People that, don't use potpourri anymore. Right, but any time I've had an experience with potpourri... Now they use the toilet It's typically spray. been in that capacity. Okay. Now like, they use the toilet spray. Right. I mean, things have evolved, yes. The potpourri. But when potpourri was being used. So it, it kind of tastes a little bit like... It tastes like potpourri? No, potpourri. I think it smells like poopery for sure. There isn't as I, much sourness as I thought I would be getting I, out of this, 
I'm going to finish what's in my glass only to finish this pairing, and then this is getting dumped. I think this is disgusting. I don't hate the beer, and I want to continue with it just to see how it changes over time and when it uh, warms up even a little more, but that kind of, like, floral potpourri note is kind of off-putting. Kind of? It's, like, severely off-putting. I can taste the berry, though. Like, there is a quick moment of, like, a jammy berry note. The contents of my stomach are curdling. I do get a lot of the oak on the end, too. I don't... I'm so bad. As soon as I, like, don't like a beer, I'm like, I can't. I can't even. Yeah, I push through. Um, it's almost... As I continue to sip it, it's almost coming off a little bit like like a light red wine. Like a Pinot Noir... Oaked Pinot Noir or something. That's kind of how, how it's going. How dare you compare this to a Pinot Noir? Well, like, the, the tannic quality of the oak with the jammy... Marionberry is creating that. What does a Marionberry taste like? I don't know. I've never had. I've never had a Marionberry. Never. Okay. Well, let's. Um. Ugh. It's growing on me a little bit. We'll see how I feel about it later. That just. If you take away that little floral note, I would. I would quite. It enjoy would be better. It would be better. It'd be a lot better if you take that away. I don't know what the floral note is from. Like, it doesn't... We can uh, only assume the Marionberry. I don't know, Mary. but we'll see how it continues okay. on. Give me the so, meat. So, the meat we have is a mortadella, which is kind of like a... I don't know a, if I need... Can you rip that in half? I don't need that It's kind of like a bologna. Thing. I don't need that whole big thing. Well, you're you're going to taste a bit of it. Like, Oh, and this is a mortadella pistachios. with pistachios. Yeah, so there's pistachios, and it's kind of like a bologna. And you can see, like, the chunks of fat in there. The white chunks are fat, so. All the fat. and never goes to my boobs. Just my butt. <laughs> so for this meat, I asked for a fatty charcuterie. Thank you. Well, that was what I say thank you to Draft Magazine. Isn't all charcuterie fatty? Um, to a degree, <laughs> yeah. But certain ones, like... Fattiness is, like, the main thing. Yeah. And with this, like, it is very fatty. It does taste very fatty. Because I, there are these chunks of it. I don't really... It's just okay. It also is a bit peppery. Really? I don't think so. It tastes very much like a high-end bologna. Yeah, I would say it tastes... Okay. It's fatty. I like the, uh, the salami. The borsellino... Salami more. Well, this well, can't make the beer taste worse. It actually it does make it taste a little bit better because I really? think it, I think it cuts down on the, the that floral character that we don't like. Yeah, doesn't it? And it it does bring down the tartness. It brings down the floral note. It brings down the tartness. I would say it makes it even more like a red wine. Okay, it, it makes it almost Cabernet Sauvignon like. Like a nice jammy Cabernet because you still get a lot of the oak. And in fact, the fat coating my mouth increases my perception of the oak. And there's like that tannin quality in there with the Marionberry jamminess. It's just like, yeah, like an oaked cab. It's make, I mean, it's making the beer better. Let's be honest. It is making the... I tell you what, it's making the beer drinkable, but without this fatty bologna. 
I do not want this beer. That was just a funny phrase to me. Fatty baloney. Oh, it is. <clears throat> yeah, and as I keep sipping it, the, the coating of fat in my mouth just, like, makes it so that I can taste way more of that Marionberry as Same. I continue to sip it. If I need to put my mouth with fatty baloney to palate your beer, I don't want to drink you. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm doing it the other way now. Ugh, I hate this. I, I, I can't. I mean... It's weird, but I feel like when I go from the beer to the meat, it makes it taste more savory hmm. than it was tasting. I think it's the contrast of like that kind of tannic um, oakiness, and then you go to the meat, and it's like this fatty, uh, savory. So this flavor. was you're so you were gonna get a fatty charcuterie, and to pair with what? So it's supposed to be like a wild ale. And what, what what they said was supposed to be going on was that the like the sourness from the beer is supposed to cut through the fat. I think it kind of just makes you taste more of the fat. I but don't know. I will say overall this pairing they enhance each other. Okay, I will I will say that. Yeah. I mean the beer's better. The meat's better. It's it's a good pairing. I like this one. Now, I need some water here. People at home, you might not be able to make a similar pairing because this beer is a very specific one. And it's okay. But, like I was saying, like just do your best to kind of mimic the same type of qualities. Like, the sourness is really the main thing that counts. So. Yeah, okay. Ooh. Well, I know who's probably drinking all of that beer. You're not going to drink all of that, are you? No, probably not all of it. I'll drink some, though. Okay. All right. Last one. Here we Very go. Different. So this is by Great Lakes Brewing, and it's their Edmund Fitzgerald Porter. And this is actually... Where's the ABV on this? ABV is not on there. Oh, no, it's up there. Six on the neck of the bottle. Six percent. And this one's actually about a year and a half old. So. Okay. Add it for a little bit. Here we go. Edmund Fitzgerald. There you go. been a while since I've had this one. Yeah, me too. I think I have a few more in the basement, too. From the same year. Alright. Does it look like a porter? It does, in fact, look like a porter, sir. It's very dark, but around the edges, it's kind of like a reddish-brownish, you can see. It's so malty. Oh my gosh. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, you go to a brewery tour, and they pass around, like, the malt, and you stick your nose in, and that's... Exactly what you're getting. Yeah. It's a little leathery on the nose. Okay. I was going to say, I'm getting some chocolate notes. Yes. There is some chocolate. It's a little leathery. It's kind of like, it smells like sweet honey on the end of it as well. I can see. There's definitely some sweetness there. I don't smell it any just, sort of like It just smokiness. smells like all of the grains you get at a brewery. Yeah. Is it's very, yeah. Grainy. It's very like dark malt grainy. Yeah. Well roasted. 
Smells good. I, yeah, I like the smell. It yeah. smells like simple. Mm-hmm. Like a straight up porter. This for a long time has been considered to be like one of the best straight it, porters in the U.S. I mean, there's nothing fancy about this beer, that's for sure. But light, light body. It is. Um, but that's, you know, a lot of times what you get with porters. I taste that leather. You know, it's a, it, it is coming off with a leathery taste. A little bit ashy. Slight ash on there. Just so malty, roasty. Yeah, malty, roasty. And there, I feel like on the end, there's like a little bit of a mineral flavor as well. Comes off mm. minerally. Okay. And what are we eating with this? Okay. So we are going to do speck. So rinse your palate a decent amount so you can t- taste the speck before beer. Oh, I don't have... Hold on. I need your water. I don't have water. Where, oh. What have mm. you been drinking? Just beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's... What it's do you spe- think I've been drinking? So what we were mainly going for with the speck, it was... Um, I don't know if I gave you two or not. Oh, no. We're good. Was smokiness. This is a smoked meat. Um, so we really, I really wanted to have one Ooh. where I could perceive a good amount of smoke. It's so to smoky. It. Yeah, I smell it. You like can I smell, smell my beer. You can totally smell the smoke on that on that meat. Like when I was taking it out of the package to put it on the plate that we have right now, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I smell that smoke!" Like as soon as I open the package. Yeah, I need to start for a cheese. Okay, that because you grind grind your teeth at night, probably. Oh, there's so much smoke. This is good. I like this meat the best. That's really good. Mm. I'd say the meat tastes a little leathery, too, actually. Much like the beer. And that's smokiness. because of, like, the fat, the salt, and the smoke mm-hmm. all coming together. Oh, this would be so good with some cheese. Yes. Like a little piece of this mm-hmm. on a cracker with, like, some, I'd say blue cheese. Mm-hmm. Would be nice. I don't think so. That'd be too... Too many big flavors. Competing flavors, yeah. yeah. That's good. Man, that's mm. a lot of smoke. It is leathery, smoky. Let me try the beer. Made the beer sweeter. Yes. I would agree with that. I can perceive a little bit of the chocolatiness in the beer now. Yeah. And like I was saying on the nose, that it, it smelled like I had like a sweet kind of honey finish on the nose. I feel like it tastes kind of like honey um, after I, the meat now. I think I dropped some meat. No, I have to look for it later. I think it was a piece of fat. I think it takes the perception of that mm. leatheriness down in yeah. the beer. It doesn't. This is, I think, the best pairing. All right. Oh, I'm going to do the beer and then the meat now. Oh, I ate all my meat. There's a little more. What are you going to brush my I'm good. I shouldn't eat any more fatty meat. Someone's like hammering shit outside. Weird. Okay. So, Mm. when I go from the beer to the meat, it takes a lot of the smoke out of the meat and makes it more of just like salty, fatty, a little bit of that leathery flavor. Mm. I don't know. I just took another sip of the beer and I feel like the beer tastes like wet dog. Well, that's not good. No. That's not that's not what you want to hear. I don't know if I like any of these pairings. Um, so, I will say this, since we're at the end of it. 
I like what the Edmund Fitzgerald does to the meat. I don't mm-hmm. really so much like what the meat does to the Edmund yeah. Fitzgerald because it gets rid of a lot of the complexity of the beer. Yeah, it. I, I do agree with that. I like what the Mortadella did to that Brewery Terry Cascade combo, the one way or another beer, because it got rid of that floral note okay. and made it more like a oaked red wine, which okay. was really nice. Agreed. And in turn, what that beer did to the Mortadella, it made it more like fatty and savory. I like that a lot. The Orison um, by Tired Hands, I didn't like what the beer did to it, and I didn't like what it did to the yeah. Or I didn't like what the meat did to it, and I didn't like what it did to the meat. But I like the meat, and I like the beer. (laughs) Yeah, separately, good stuff, but you know. Hmm. So, rank your beers. What is going on outside? Well, we just had a a windstorm some days ago. So, someone might be getting shingles put on their roof. This time of night? Okay. Yeah. Am I just, I'm just ranking the beer just on beer? Yeah, just on beer. Okay. So, I'm going to have to go Orison, Edmund Fitzgerald, and then... The Brewery Terry. One way or another. Yeah. So, I would also put the Orison first. But then I think after that, I'm going to go no, with the one way or... No, well, no. If no, if you first of all, you can't tell me what my opinion is. Well, I can persuade you, and I'm just I I can't believe you would let it like that. Who are you? Well, here's the thing: as I continued to sip on it, it changed for me. So I'm giving you like it's just that it's just that potpourri type thing. But the other thing is you that hate like I'm not huge, huge, huge on porters. I know. So I think that's coming into play. So I guess when I do kind of step back from it just a little bit and take that into account, I probably should put I should put the Edmund Fitzgerald ahead of the one. I, mean, I don't know. Just because the styles. I'm just like, what do I want to drink again? Right. I hear you. That's what I do. Well, I mean, I. I want to drink more of the one way or another over the Edmund Fitzgerald just because I'm not huge on porters typically. But when you consider the porter style and Edmund Fitzgerald is a nice porter. They did a good job. So, yes, I would do Orison, Edmund Fitzgerald, one way or another. Okay, phew. I can sleep with you tonight. But you didn't really weigh in that much on the the pairings. Like, do you you see any that you were like, yeah, that, that is legit? No. I was a little underwhelmed. Not even the mortadella with the one way or another? I mean... I feel like that's a good... Was the problem that you would just rather have a different beer? The problem is I didn't like the beer yeah. and I didn't like the fatty bologna. Right. Okay. That makes but sense. I can appreciate that out of all of them, I think they did at least enhance each other. Yes. So it was successful in that sense. Correct. Yeah. So, two of them successful, one of them not so much. Which, you know, the reason the Orison one may not have been so much is is the oak-barreled aspect. Right, aspect of the Saison. Yeah, so. So, maybe if people want to try this at home with the the salami, you you just try a straight-up Saison. Nothing fancy. That may be a lot better. So, anyway. Stick to the basics. Thank you, everyone, for checking this episode out. Appreciate it. And... If you could, do us a solid, and if you like the podcast, you know, say something to some people. 
But hey, do you like craft beer? Do you like podcasts? Check out this. Yeah. You see, if you see something, say something. If you, if hear, you hear something, something, say something. Yes, exactly. But not in a bad context because that is like, a bad context. Okay, if you hear something good, say something good. Sure, that sounds. Do you think like I an... can get that phrase going? Mm, no, but you can try. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being on and eating charcuterie with yeah, me. Yeah, thanks for making me gain weight. Yeah. And if people, if you guys have any ideas, certain things that you would like to see for our next episode of Beer and Food or any other type, just email us, BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. But until next time, keep it brutal. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. 